Good afternoon and good evening to wherever you are in the world listening to another episode of the Bar Am You podcast. Yes, I'm back. I know it's been a while. Uh, I've been caught up with friendly differences. We've been doing, you know, four shows a month. And uh, I know I've been neglecting you guys, but I'm back. I'm more focused. Um, I've got a, a catch-up type show that I've been doing uh, for you today. But we're just going to go, it's just going to be a chatty, I'm not going to hit the pause button and edit things, this is just me and you sitting down and having a catch up. So, uh, first things first, uh, I now have TikTok. I never thought I'd say those words, never wanted to get them, so yeah, feel free to, you know, give me some stick in the comments section. I know, I said I would never go there, it is a platform that I believe is very intrusive to say the least. I came off WhatsApp in February 2020 uh, after WhatsApp put out a statement on their on their, their platform saying that they would now, uh, there would be no, no privacy basically if the police stopped you. Uh, they, could, they could link your phones, WhatsApp to their systems and they could look at what you were saying. Now I obviously received some stick from my mates um, for doing that because pretty much everything is corrupted nowadays, nothing's private. Uh, but for me, the ultimate test was that the stuff that I share and talk about and audio note about in, in these groups on WhatsApp at the time was not for WhatsApp. So I at the time I jumped over to Telegram, which I believed to be the, the one, you know, the one that this guy in Russia was like, you know, he set it up on his own and he wasn't controlled and all that stuff. Turns out, a lot of nonsense, but hey-ho, we're there now. I'm not going to go back and forth. But that just shows you, nothing is private, nothing is sacred anymore. So uh, it's just about damage limitations for me. Um, So I got TikTok because my co-host Solid Blue, she, I'm not blaming her, so don't, if you're listening Solid... But um, we did see that TikTok was uh, had the ability to blow up, you know, a video or, a, you know, what we do is we we do our shows and we we've started to clip small sections, two minute, three minute sections out of our two hour length podcast and put it up there because people are because of the things I talk about, Snapchat, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, they've all managed to get our our. Um, What's the word? See, this is why I press pause, guys. I can't do this, but I'll, I'll carry on. Our attention spans. This is how our attention spans are so limited now, so little, that you try sending one of your mates a 10-minute video and you know they haven't watched it. They'll respond after two and say, oh, a lot of nonsense. It's like, watch the video, you know? And this is everyone, and me included. I get sent our two-hour-long documentaries and what I do is, and for all you guys that are listening and think I don't watch them, I put them in a folder named To Be Watched, and I will get to them. It's just, you know, there's not enough hours in the day. So, uh, but it is something that we all need to work on. Uh, reading is a thing of the past. Not many people read books now, and it's something that in the last couple of weeks, in fact, if I can just grab them without knocking anything over. Uh, there we go. Uh, I've... I, purchased this one in York, so if, if you can see that, Conspiracy Theories by Jamie King. So this is a, this is just a, 
a quick, I mean, there's, you know, any, Donald Trump, page 86, drugs, page 90, Ebola, page 92. So as you can tell, it's, there's tons, tons of conspiracy theories and it's just like a couple of pages on each one. And uh, I think it's handy for doing shows because sometimes I think, you know, can I really be bothered doing alien stuff or, you know, JFK? That would take a lot of time to research the JFK stuff, which I will get to eventually. But sometimes you want to do some fun, lighthearted stuff. And I think that's why that book will come in handy. Uh, the other one I bought was with my, my, my great friend who you know, Green Sunrise, who I did with uh, episode eight, Baram You Meets Green Sunrise. We were out for a for a brunch on a Saturday afternoon and I decided I'm going to buy a book and I'm going to read. So I went into the local bookshop, Waterstones, and bought this one. Stop reading the news. A manifesto for a happier, calmer and wiser life by Rolf Dobelli. So, and, I, and I've actually, I've, I've read to about page 24, 25 uh, on the way through to Edinburgh, on the on the the train with the wife, I blasted through a few pages. I'm also interested in in reading uh, more on the capitalism and communism type stuff, and I've been uh, told by the good friend Michael Key, who's often appearing on our Friendly Differences podcast, to read the communist communist manifesto. Another one that I can't remember. I'm gonna have to reach out to him. I think I've it written down, and then. Also, Das Kapital, which I hear all the time, but seemingly it's like that thick and it's not an easy read. So we'll see. Uh, but I feel like these books, you know, especially this one, look, it's not that thick, um, easy read. And if I get through the book, it'll give me that that, that pride and confidence to go and read another. Because what, what happens with me is uh, I could read a page and you could quiz me on what I've just read and I'll not I'll not know anything. And I think, you know, some of that is down to, you know, our education system, but also like some people say it's a form of uh, ADHD or or um what is it? What's the other one? Attention deficit disorder. Um which it could be. I think we've all got elements of that in us through the foods and and stuff that we're ingesting. So that's that. So back to TikTok. So Solid Blue and I seen that some of our friends were posting up videos and blowing up like hundreds of thousands of views hundreds and thousands of likes and comments and we're like wow this is maybe a market that we could uh go into to get you know because we're, we're noticing our numbers is going up on certain shows um but it's getting you know getting it out there no one really follows us on instagram we're not really keeping up with that to uh twitter we're not really posting daily because solid blue has her own show i have mine and uh it is a lot of work and i think that's why when you when you look at the more successful podcasters they all have like a, a background team of a couple of people one that does the computer stuff cuts and edits adds in the sound effects the music and all that and and gives a good production and then the other that does the social media aspect of it because that in itself is a job posting every day keeping yourself relevant commenting in the in the comment sections, liking posts, sharing other people's work, which I've tried to do on Baram U. Um and it's and it's worked to a certain extent. I've got a group of guys that I kinda talk to regularly and uh we're all trying to help each other, share each other's shows and things and I, I still think we've got a big mountain to climb uh when it comes to that. But 
if you're in it for the long haul, I think the, my, my biggest downfall is that I've only got maybe 20 to 30 shows out there. And when people maybe look at how frequent I am or how little shows I've got, they're not, you know, why subscribe? And I, and I, I totally get it. Uh, I'm not really selling myself here, guys, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm in it for the long haul. This won't be a phase. It's not just going away. So although I'm not doing the Bar Am You podcast, I'm still out there. Every night I'm tuning in to Solid Blue. I'm participating. Um, I'm on Friendly Differences. I'm now jumping on TikTok Lives and debating, which I will touch upon, uh, which actually is my next point. So, well, actually, so me and Solid started Friendly Differences, and within a couple of months, I know she gives me the credit, and I am proud of myself for it. I, I took control. I was posting all the time on it. And within two months, we hit the 1,000 followers. And I think that's a, a really good record. One of our one of the videos I posted has over 600,000 views, and it's still going today. Every time I log in, it's like after like after comment. The people, the comments are insane. People are just going and going and going. So, I mean, I appreciate it, but there's no way you can keep up with that stuff. So, um, yeah, we, we hit the 1,000. We've only ever done one live together. Solid Blue got her 1,000 early on. We jumped on a live one night, and, and I hear that, you know, getting into the algorithm whenever you set up a live is a different story altogether. You can hit your 1,000, but until you, you know, you have some interaction with people and they start liking your lives, and you're not going to get many listeners. So I have been... Uh, participating in a lot of these uh, TikTok debates. Now, over the last month or two, obviously with the abortion argument in, in America being very prevalent, what you're seeing on TikTok uh, more so now than anything else. And, and, oh boy, was my eyes opened when I, when I went on those TikTok lives to start with, when the algorithm wasn't matched to what we want to see, you know. Now, if I go in the lives, it's it's debate after debate after debate because TikTok is realizing what I like and they're giving us more of it. Now, I know we all think that that's great, but is it really? You know, there, there is an argument for it uh, where people say that the algorithms are rigged and uh, they want to show you things that they want you to believe in. So um, my eyes were truly opened at the start. Like people in their beds sleeping and you had to donate gifts like like a cup of coffee on the screen was like two dollars or a universe was like fifty dollars and people were doing it there was this guy with a with a filter over his face and he was making a house of cards you know the 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 10 and then you know building up with cards on a triangle shape and all he would do was shout at the screen and pretend to be crying and say things like if you send me a galaxy i have to knock this tower down and start again and people were doing it and I'm sitting there thinking, this guy is raking it in. Millions of followers. Um, who's the mug? I, that That's the counter-argument. Like, we're going out, setting our alarms for 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, going out, you know, breaking our backs, breathing. Like, I'm a welder. I'm breathing in, you know, fumes. Probably won't live till a long, long age. Or I could pick up TikTok, turn it on, and get a... F- I, I mean... <laughs> don't take this wrong, but... Basically, go get a pair of fake boobs implanted onto me and just sit there. Because that's what some people are doing. Some women just sit there on their phone with their cleavage in front of the camera and text. No speaking. They just sit there with the camera pointing down their cleavage and just sit there. And I, and I, 
I know you're all thinking I'm I'm a married man. I shouldn't be doing. But I'm like I'm sitting there like this. Like, what is the world coming to that people are actually and and more to more to the point as well, the men on TikTok, they're not even men, like the disgusting comments. Now, I'm not, you should know me by now, I'm not some virtue signaling SJW, but come on, guys, you're you're embarrassing. The comments that you're putting in the chats are just, come on, come on, you're better than that. Um, But yeah, so so over time, the algorithm has is, is kind of made it so that every time I go on now, there's debate after debate. So I'm not a debater. I'm not the best at talking, as you can tell. You know, I'm I'm consistently having to to press pause and cut things out, and I get tongue twisted. I'm a fumbling idiot at times, um, mumbling idiot. You see what I mean? So um, I don't like to debate, although I do on friendly differences because I'm prepared. If I'm not prepared, I don't feel comfortable. I'll probably get tied in knots. I admit that. But if I'm if I'm given a task or a subject to research and debate, I'll do it justice. You know, so. What I'll do is I'll jump on a few of these and I'll just ask questions and I'll give the pushback that I've heard and I know. And uh, some are great, some are received well and, and you end up making friends and, and you know, you you come off and you look down at the notifications bar and you've got 30, 40 followers from it and it's it's good. And then you also you get the haters as well, which comes part and parcel with it. Um, Hold on. So, so that's that. So we got our thousand within a couple of months, and then within a week we got up to two thousand, and then this week we've got up to three thousand. I think we're actually at three three thousand five hundred today, all because of that. There's a few videos that have blown up, but um, you know TikTok is is handy for that to get the numbers out. So here's where here's where I do have to hold my hand up. So I thought, you know what, this is working. Let's create a Baram U TikTok. So I created a Baram TikTok about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and I've just hit the hundred today, hundred followers. It's a lot slower. It doesn't help when your best mate is reporting one of your Disney Disney shorts. Yeah, I was back home at the weekend and we're having a few drinks, and my mate goes, "Did you get a notification to say that uh, one of your videos had been reported?" And I was like, "No, but." I have noticed that, you know, some of the videos that I've posted on Friendly Differences aren't doing as well when I post them on on, on my one, on, on Bar Am You. And he goes, that's because I, I, I reported your Disney one because him and his, his missus are, are big Disney fans. So it was kind of hurtful to hear about what Walt Disney really was and, and all the occult and, and the subliminal messaging. You you guys have probably seen the episode if you're watching this, you know, um, and, and he reported me. So I'm like... You know, he all in innocence as well because he didn't know that you know what what happens when you you're reported. The algorithm is fixed to you know censor you more and and not get you out there as much. So you know if you have to contend with your best mate, then you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really adamant to get to the one thousand on Baram you because I'd love to do some lives of my own uh, with the background and the debate thing. I don't want to do it so much on on friendly differences because I don't want to get that account banned um, because I hear like the censorship on TikTok is insane uh, and I've actually got a few stories for you. Uh, so this uh, today I'll start with today's one because it's more in my mind. 
I jumps on this uh, TikTok live debate about abortion, and uh, they're all listening. I'm I'm talking about my stance on there are over sixteen forms of contraception, i.e., meaning for me there's no excuse other than rape, incest, um, and and if the mother's life's in danger, for me there's no no excuse. Saying that, I, I've always said I would never ban abortion. But I would make it, if I became a president or a prime minister, which will never happen, by the way, <laughs> um, I would make it a high, high priority of mine to get that number down to zero or very much zero without banning it. Um, and how you can do that, there's many ways. I'm not going to sit here and bore you with that. I know some of you guys just like the conspiracy theories. But I, am, I, d I do say, I'd, I've said from the outset, that Baram U is a, a political, political, philosophical truth or conspiracy theory type show it's a journey that i'm on and i want you guys to come along with me i want you guys to comment tell me where i'm right where i'm wrong what you believe and um, let's go on it together that's what it's all about the interaction um so you have to take that in and i think conspiracies and, and politics go hand in hand especially with what's going on over the last few years it, it does so um so I'm I'm giving my spiel and they're they're taking it well, bit of pushback here and there, and then um, so I have a theory on why they're banning abortion now or or they're going to I think they are going to I know there's a few states I think the host read out that there was eight or nine or ten I don't know uh, how many have gone through with the ban, but um, I believe it could become uh, widely banned, and um, the reason I think because what you have to think about this is how I think right. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm right on this. This is just a theory that I have come up with on my own. I haven't heard this anywhere else. I hear, now again, fact check me if I'm wrong. I hear that the average price of an abortion in America is $750. Now, that goes to the, the organizations that do the abortion. But you have to remember a little thing called taxation. So the government have their hands in that. And if you look into Planned Parenthood, it was Bill Gates, his, uh, is it his dad or his granda, and also along with Margaret Sanger, who were huge eugenicists and racists, by the way. And they don't like you talking about that. So uh, um, they, they, they get that money, but there's a little thing called taxation. So the government's not going to... And, and another thing I'll add is since the... the, the passing of, of Roe v. Wade in 1973, which is coming up to 50 years next year, there has been low number 50 million abortions, high number 63 million. That's the two figures I've heard. So we'll go with the low 50. That's 1 million abortions on average per year. Now, anyone that's okay with that figure needs to have a look at themselves. Again, we're not getting into you know an argument in politics about it, but the point is... That's $750 million a year that the government can grab tax from. So they're not just going to throw that money away, right? So my theory, now this goes back a good couple of years when your AOC types, your progressives, your Democrats, were all talking about climate change and how having children is selfish. And it got me thinking then, they're saying that to get men and women, um, and I mean that because it affects bo both parties, not because men can have babies, you know. Um, 
it will affect us and some of the people that are you know look up to these people as gods and, and follow their every word will stop having children and also you're seeing a lot of men being told to have vasectomies and probably a lot of them going and getting them because they're angry and they're mad and they're emotional and uh, women going and getting their tubes tied and that's fine it's up to them it's their choice but um what i can see happening is is what we're seeing now and and i think it's only going to ramp up in the next year or so next few months even is the climate change shit and if you remember everyone remembers the chinese one baby per family household or or yeah was it one baby i'm saying everyone remembers um and what i think the theory is again this is only me talking i've not heard this anywhere else is if they ban abortion now in 2022 and then bring in the rule of one baby per household or no babies because of climate change and you're selfish then they can criminalize you you can go to jail you can be fined there's their money back that's 750 million dollars that they were taxing per abortion they're now going to get it back via criminalization you know fines or jail i don't know what they're going to do this is all hypothetical it's a theory i admit that you can feel free to push back but is it within within the realms of possibility i think so and i think nobody can sit here and say you're wrong because only time will tell yeah right so that's that out of the way so oh so 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 the story was i'm saying this theory right and everyone's silent on this tiktok debate and then I finish and two out of the three burst out laughing. So I'm like, are they laughing at me or? So they was like, yeah. But the fact, it was after I said it, I said, now I wouldn't ban abortion. I still wouldn't ban it. And uh, so long story short, this this American woman was in the, the comment section saying, I want to come up, I want to come up. So someone dropped out and came, and she came up. Now, this is what she said. Sorry. She says, uh, I'm, on, on, I'm on the Friendly Differences account. So she goes, Friendly, listen to me and listen to me very closely. Now, that theory, I believe you're, you're gathering a lot of misinformation. And you may or may not know, but you are being racist by with with saying that theory and i'm just like this so so my reaction was right guys that's my time to go i'll catch you later bye and they're all like no 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 stay stay i'm like no no that is it you've you've left the realm of 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 normality you know and i and i left and um i'm sitting there speechless and i, I took out my phone i audio noted solid blue sister i'm actually waiting to hear back from her but this is the type of mentality that is all over TikTok. And and I, for one, have been saying for years that I, I long for this debate uh, with a leftist or, you know, people who disagree with conspiracy theories. Because up until the last year where I've met Solid Blue and a lot of her friends and her show and also TikTok, I've not really had it. And that's why when I met Solid Blue, I was really like, you know, this is a partnership that I'll, I'll love and I'll, you know, it's a challenge, you know, to, and I'll learn things. And, and uh, I know I've kind of let the conspiracy side, you know, go to the back burner for just now. 
but at the same time I'm still learning there's a lot of things that we're touching upon that is you know even though it's political arguments like gun control and and freedom of speech and that it's making things that I know about the world seem more clearer so it's all one big you know one big you know you I'm searching for another word help me out guys you know I wish this was live so you could help me out in the comments but it, it all fits it's it's um it, it really is so so that's that also i'll touch upon on tiktok there is a lot of white guilt white shaming um and and these people who control the debates now i'm not going to say they're they're uh, they're not allowed to or it's wrong or whatever um it is wrong morally but at the end of the day it's their their debates and their lives like for me um i'm not about censorship but I also agree with the the right of the the owner of the business or the the podcast or the debate or the live to be able to block and ban and whatever that's up to them because it's their space and they're not taking away anyone's freedoms like if you don't want to listen to them or you're blocked from them, there's other people where I believe in and and that is is when the government start doing it from services that uh, affect people and allow and you know um if it affected someone's ability to live, then then it's wrong. So well, that's what they're doing. You know, I'm I'm in the comment section, or I'll sometimes jump up, and I've been thrown out, or I've been muted for saying things. Now, you guys maybe know me well enough. I'm not disrespectful. I could be. Uh, I don't because I value the interaction, even if it means being shouted at, screamed at, blocked, muted. I come off and I laugh, and I'm stunned. I'm definitely stunned. Um, but I'm not one to be mad and angry and get upset and, and you know, get phone someone and, and, and vent my frustrations. Although I'm doing it kind of here, this is, I'm, I'm calm, you know, this is nothing to me. And and these guys are delusional and when they leave the realm of, of normality, that's that's when it's my cue to go. Um, but you do see that a lot. You know, if you start saying things that they disagree with, they'll mute you. For five minutes or they'll kick you out they'll block you um and i i i can only say that i feel sorry for them for that because that is the problem with society too many people living in echo chambers listening to people that you know believe the same things as them which only reaffirms their bias and when they're not being challenged by people who disagree they're not you know furthering their skills furthering their knowledge I mean, I, I had to tell an Irish, there was, there was an Irish feminist on TikTok and I had to tell her that Irish people were once slaves and she didn't believe me. And then, you know, someone in the chat mentioned about Scottish people and I'm like, well, I'm Scottish. You, you've all seen the film Braveheart. That was real. You know, maybe it was dramatised a little, but that was real, you know. Scottish brides were, were um, taken by English soldiers and slept with or raped um, and we had villages you know burned down it but i don't i don't make it my my reality i don't go out onto social media and say that you know scottish people are oppressed and we need to you know we need reparations and all that crap um solid knows my beliefs on it we did a we did a show on on, on white fragility and you know we, we we debate back and forth all the time and uh i stand by my beliefs i think uh the media with their divide and conquer and allowing this um, division, you know, if if only I could, you know, when I jump onto these TikToks, my goal is to unite. I'm pointing out things like on the same day that George Floyd uh, was was wrongfully 
his life was taken from him. You know, uh, you know what me and you you guys think. You know, it was staged and all that. But for for Heinz, for hypothetical, on that same day, a white man was killed the exact same way, the exact same way. But the media didn't t tell you that. You know, and it was actually only recently in the last six months that I found that out. So even I'm, you know, we we have to do the digging for those kind of things. But the media will divide and conquer on the side of of uh, the minorities, the blacks. To get us to hate, to get them to hate white people, and another one, another example. Uh, I was on one two days ago where a woman, uh, uh, she was she was in tears, and the guy underneath her, you know, the way the TikTok is, the host, and then there's like blocks, and and there's people in these blocks. The one in the bottom right hand corner was telling her she was white. She was clearly white that she wasn't white because she, he him, he must have known her, and and she she hates the skin she's in because of. The stuff that she's been taught, um, and he was telling her, "Look, you're not white. You're Sami. Some some term they've made up. Sami. Uh, that that you don't have to be white. It's okay. You're one of us. We know you're not one of the evil white people in the world. You're you're one of us. You're Sami." And she's she's in tears, and I'm just like, like wanting to throw up. But um, honestly, it it sickens me, and. Ugh, it, we're not going to change it there's too many of them and would you change it with free free will but it's like people need to wake up and, and dig into the real history like when when I told the Irish person that you guys were slaves once she's like what what and people in the chat had to correct her and then you know I'm like you guys don't know real history and what's happening now where they're erasing history that's why because if you erase history you never learn from it you know, I defend to have these statues of slave owners up in the streets so that we remember that slavery was wrong, not take them down and then go, we've never had slavery before, because that's why they're taking it away. Like, it, it's kind of, it's like a 20, uh, what's the word, um, catch 22, uh, where where you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you defend the pulling down of the statues, it's like, well, you know, you're, you're also erasing history and then you know it's it, for example the monarchy I'm, I'm you know my beliefs on on elitism and, and I'm blackpilled and I think all these governments and, and monarchs are all working together so I, I want them pulled down but with what's going on just now with the demonization of the monarchy you're seeing people saying yeah take down the monarchy it's like no because that's what they want so I'm damned if I, I want it and I'm damned if I don't, you know. They want to pull down the existing structure of monarchs and government and put in a one-world government, which, in my opinion, is the UN. Someone the other day mentioned it could have been someone else. I think that's a plausible, plausible theory as well. Um, I forget who it is. But anyway, the the, the pulling down of the, the existing structure, it's like I don't defend it because it's everything that I hate. You know, I'm doing conspiracy theories. Obviously, it's it's rigged and it's wrong, but at the same time, they also want us to want it to be pulled down. So it's like a catch twenty two. Uh, so yeah, so I was, was going to say people who can find racism in any issue, any political issue, they'll find racism. Uh, I had a my wife's friend on Instagram uh, had a real skill of being able to do that. It is a skill looking at any argument and putting racism into it. It's a skill. And it's something that they're being taught. Um, and it's a way to, you know, this 
muting and kicking people out of your lives. It's a power trip. And it's all about, you know, even in that live with the Irish person, she uh, was white. She was Irish. And uh, she had an, uh, in the chat, I said black people. And she didn't like me calling them black people. Now, up until that day, I assumed that that was the term you had to use because back in the day it was people of color. They didn't like that. So now it's black. And uh, she, she tells me that she has friends who are black that don't like being called black. So that's a new one. So for the rest of the chat, look, I played along. I was called, I was saying B people, which she was okay with. She was like, just say B and I'll know what you mean. I'm like, okay, I'll play along. <laughs> but this is the people, you're, they're delusional. They're literally, it, it, honestly, when I come off that today, I'm just like, this is the, the state of the world that we live in. The people have exited the realm of normality to that point. Oh, anyway, I'll take a sip of my water. So, Friendly Differences podcast. This weekend, um, we're going to do Is It a Man's World? Which is a broad statement, but it was designed so that we could cover a, a vast array, array of subjects, i.e. the gender pay gap, uh, feminist issues, basically. And uh, there's one guy I want to touch on that's kind of linked with this, um, TikTok, he's all over TikTok, if you've got TikTok, you know who it is, although you may not know his name, but you'll have seen him, so it's the bald guy that's got the attitude, the glasses, walks around like he's 10 men, Andrew Tate, now Andrew Tate uh, will probably be prevalent in this weekend's show, I know Solid posted about him, Uh, to be honest, I watched his uh, date with Cheyenne, I believe it is. Um, it was a first date type reality show where she has dates with different men and grades them. And it was a good watch. And what I will say is, uh, these are what is known as agent provocateurs. Your Ben Shapiro's, your Milo Yiannopoulos's, your yeah, Piers Morgan's, your Andrew Tate's. They're agent provocateurs. They are people that you you may agree with, I agree with a lot of what Andrew Tate says, but at the same time, there is some that I'm like, nah, no, no, not for me. And it, and at the same time as well, as a whole, his the way he's putting across his message and his attitude and all that, that is what the main, what, that's why they are called provocateurs, because what they rely on is extreme idiots that are going to watch Andrew Tate and view him as a god, copy him, mirror him, and go out there and take his beliefs to even further. And, and you know, split up with their, their girlfriends, split up with their wives, treat women like crap. That's what they want. And that's what he set out to do. He, he's There's a, a video that I saw yesterday about him talking about meeting up with someone that was in the Illuminati and all that. And I'm like, no, you're in the Illuminati and this is what you're telling us. Like, you don't go from a nobody to nothing to like the numbers he's getting. Uh, you know the he's controlled. He's controlled opposition. He's a shill, and uh, this is what he's doing. And and that's why TikTok. Like some of the things he said uh, in regards to COVID, I'm like, if I said that and put it on TikTok, I'd be that would be a ban, or at the very least, a message along the bottom saying. Uh, go to the CDC website and check out your latest on on coronavirus and COVID uh, details. He doesn't get that. He gets to say whatever he wants. 
So that's a, a telltale sign on the most censored platform. So that's Andrew Tate. I'm sure Solid Blue will bring him up, and uh, I'll, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Um, another name I want to mention is uh, a woman that I haven't really looked into much, and I was told about her by my good friend uh, a couple of years ago, and she's really hard to find. I believe uh, she was quite big in the conspiracy scene around about 2016-17, her decodings, her articles. Um, I think she was pretty prevalent on YouTube Live, and then she got banned, and then I think she does most of her work now on her own website, which is Rosette Delacroix, uh, two T's, and Delacroix is D-E-L-A-C-R-O-I-X dot com, or I've recently, this is why I'm bringing her up, last night my good friend um, sent me a link to her YouTube channel, and I believe she's uploaded a lot of her old stuff, and if it's, you know, I think what, what you do is like uh, damage limitations, you put things up, and if it sticks, it sticks, if it doesn't, it doesn't, if you get banned, you get banned, that's why I've removed all my my videos from YouTube, because they don't support me, why should I support them, what I was saying at the time, and, and I appreciate why Rosette might be doing this, is if it, if it stays up and it grabs you another few followers or 100 followers, 1,000 followers, whatever, then it's a bonus. So, yeah, I can see that. But, you know, with with me, I just felt, you know, I, I, I had one day where I just felt, you know what? Screw them. And bitch, you have been amazing to me. So why, why, why would I not, you know, why would I support them? So on YouTube, she's called Kat the Fryan, K-A-T the F-R-Y-A-N. So check out her videos. For me, there are a few people in the world that I strongly believe and, you know, look up to, if you will. Um, not many have, have uh, managed to get that from me. And when I, when I come across these people, I'm instantly hooked and I'm, I'm listening to as much of their material as I can. She's definitely one of them. Um, another one I would be, and I, I wouldn't say he's, he's up there... I have been saying his name for a while. I feel guilty that I don't listen to him as much. He's hard to uh, to find, um, and 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 he also does lives and things. But Owen Benjamin from uh, Bertaria or uh, the Huge Pianist, I think his podcast is called. Um, for me, he's a man doing the Lord's work. He he gets accused of being a cult, which I don't think all cults are bad. If you're creating a cult that is good and is providing for people and not in the beast system, you know, that's what he's doing. He's he's bought some land, he's got goats, he's got chickens, he's got, you know, a farm now. He's, he's, he's procreating with his wife. He has three beautiful sons. They're all working. He's bought more and more land. He's created uh, the Bertaria cult, which is like everyone in his life, if you want to join, like I could be called Baram You Bear or Ba Bear. And he reads out mail, so he's going old-fashioned. If you want to reach out to him, you send him a letter, handwritten. He'll read it out. Um, he'll take donations. Um, and it all goes into th this cult. And, you know, he's a man of God. Um, and and his, he is a, he's a comedian. You guys might remember him. Um, he, was, uh, he was in Hollywood, and he's kind of turned his back. He was cast out for standing up for... Uh, I think there was a basketball player that was giving his three or four year old son or daughter uh, hormone replacement tablets and uh, he he openly spoke out about it and he was banned from Twitters and Twitch and 
and all that and he's he, he took i think it was twitch he took to court and won and uh he is he's got a lot of followers and every time i listen i'm like he gets it he gets it and with the way the world is today bringing it back they're laughing him him and his bears are laughing they're all growing their own food got plenty land you know i i'm so like i would love for that to happen here and for people to you know if if you're in scotland and you're doing this reach out to me because me and my wife are both interested we've we've both thought about you know buying a tiny home going off grid you know um because the world's about to become a real crazy place food shortages and all that crap so um yeah for me own benjamin's up there uh my, my good friend who if you're in my telegram group you'll know uh, i'm not going to say names because i know people are quite you know worried about that kind of stuff but um certain people that i know have gone down the darkest of dark rabbit holes and uh it's just it's just a journey that i'm on and i'm loving and i'm putting two and two together and everything fits it's like it's like a big jigsaw and everything just fits with no restrictions you don't have to make up something to make it fit you don't have to make up gravity to make it a globe you know it's 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 just so effortless and you know history is is a is a poor subject i didn't take it in school and learning about world war Two, world war one you know I've, I've done a show on the rothschild family it's it's all connected you know the money system um you know mortgages the 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 court system the the legalese the straw man um everything it's it's all connected flat earth obviously being my favorite one uh is one of the main important ones because what we're about to to, to go into in the next few months with the climate change the the, the tyrannical shit that they're going to put down on us is is going to be insane and if you're a flat earther you know it's bullshit you know meteors the scaremongering that they do every year oh i mean every year it's every few months actually it's like a meteor is going to hit every you ever swipe left on your on your phone if you've got one of those phones that has like the mainstream newspapers and articles every time i swipe left there's a nasa article uh scientists say that that uh asteroid mickey mouse is going to hit the earth on uh but uh it might just miss and it's like oh no scare scaremongering it's crazy guys living in fear is their biggest tool because when you live in fear you're more likely to give up freedom and i've told you that if you've watched my illuminati episode when i uh, isaac weishoff adam weishoff changed the way that the world was in regards to the illuminati and the way that the world was run by these evil people when he decided to change it to uh, using fear instead of force everything has just crumbled from that day forward especially from uh from from 9 11 uh when when those towers came down and the um patriot came in it's just been one thing after another and with what's going on in the last couple of years this is our 9 11 i was 13 at the time of uh, 9 11 and uh i don't know any better and now i do i see it and it's 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 plain as the nose in your face so what else have we got for you um yeah i was got i've been a little bit of conflict with uh some fellow podcasters that i want to touch upon um i won't say their names but i see this a lot in the conspiracy scene is is that people who believe in some things and people who don't believe in others there's conspiracy theorists that don't believe in flat earth, some that do, some that don't. Some people believe in aliens, some do, some don't. 
and and that's another thing. You you must have heard me say this before. You've heard other people saying it. We shouldn't be infighting. We should be looking at things that we do agree on and and looking at them in in more depth and respecting each other's views. We're not all at the same levels, and I'm open to that. I've always said that I'm open to hearing new information, and if it if it, if it's something that will spark an interest in me and say, I haven't heard that before. Why haven't I heard that before? Because that's often what goes through my mind is the whole reason I got into conspiracy theories was because some guy came up to me, some stranger came up to me and said that they believed the earth was flat. And I'm I'm 30 or tw- I was 28, 29 at the time. And I'm sitting there going, why have I not heard about the earth being flat? And I'm 28, 29 years of age. That's what, so if I hear new information about the earth being flat or not, or you know, views on, on certain conspiracies. It's like, how do they know that? Where are they getting that from? And I'll go and look into it. Until then, I'm like, okay, we'll have to agree to disagree. And and um, I have some really good chats with some, I mean, like really knowledgeable people um, and, and they have their invested interest as I probably do, me, I definitely do with, with, cause how can you not? If you've researched something and, uh, you've looked at both sides and you can see and you've made up your own mind you've obviously got some sort of bias or, or invested interest but what i will say is when you hear something new that you haven't heard before that contradicts your belief you should you have a moral obligation to go and look at that for me because if you're not you're just living in your own bubble and you're you're living in an echo chamber and we all know what happens then uh a couple of things i've got written down just to sum up uh to kind of touch upon what's going on in the world right now the first thing is uh remember i did that live uh i'll, I'll try and post it as a as a podcast i did a live on instagram i think i might have touched upon it i did i did a i did a catch-up on world war three and my theory on the game call of duty and what could happen and how all this is symbolic with uh, the game call of duty uh the rhetoric uh, around Russia, Ukraine, which was symbolic to the Holodomor, which basically started uh, World War Two, um, or is or is symbolic with that, um, the Cold War stuff with America, Russia, uh, Yuri Bezmenov speech, uh, a few other things, and I've always said my biggest worry is, is if China come in on the side of Russia, which was always, you know, a possibility. And what I'm hearing now, now this is just something I've I've seen through TikToks, nothing big, is that Nancy Pelosi is about to visit, or maybe has, I don't know, uh, Taiwan. And China don't want her to, and I think this is it. We all know this is all staged bullshit, it's all theatre, um, but, you know, I, I am starting to worry. World War Three could be, you know, and if it does, then battle the hatches because I think the West get wiped out. I think that's the plan. The, the Americas and and the UK and even Europe, we're gonna feel the brunt of this. Um, it's karmedic for what's been done over the last twenty years with the war in the the war in the East. And I mean, you could say that that's only right, but when you know that it's corrupt and it's it's staged and it was all a plan and it's not us, it's the elites. Then that's where I have a, a hard problem with that that mentality of well, you know, you you guys did it to us. You know, I hear that quite a lot as well with the, the racial argument is, well, it's maybe our time to shine, and you guys, you know, you've you've oppressed us for those this years, and it's like whoa, 
I didn't. I didn't. So um, so that's that. And, and, and any, when I'm touching on these things, if you've anything to add, please, please get the comments in. I'd love to hear your comments uh, in the in the BitChute comments. I know I don't get notifications from BitChute. They don't have an app, which is a telltale sign for me. They are a good they are, they are a good platform. As far as I see, there's nothing that gets censored on there. Could be wrong, but um, the fact that they don't have an app, which to me tells me that the Play Store and the iOS system doesn't want them to have an app, to me tells me everything. So kudos to BitChute, whoever you are. <laughs> I should probably reach out to them uh, or find out at least who they are. Another one I want to touch upon is the energy rates and prices and the fuel cost is just insane. Today, the UK have announced that the, the, the rate of uh, interest is going up. Listen to this. Uh, is it one point? Oh, I should have got this written down. I was about to look it up before I, I came on. It's either, it will be 1.33% or is it 13.3%? Uh I'll have to I'll have to look that up. I'll make a I'll make a correction in the description, but I'm just looking at that number. I'm going. They've got both their numbers in that. They've got the 13 for Scottish right. No, York right Freemasonry, and they've got the 33. So, uh, but when when's enough enough, guys? When is enough enough? People, people are gonna starve to death. People are gonna freeze to death. Meanwhile, Shell and BP are announcing you know profits of seven billion in a quarter, a quarter, guys. But yet, can't put proper food on the table for your family. Homeless population is going to go up. People are going to be... Here's another theory. Here's another theory. And this is a strong belief, right? You guys remember during COVID, seeing the scare tactics very early on of people being brought up their, brought out of their homes in body bags. Now... It was a that was the one thing that got me, you know. I was a bit restrained from maybe opening my mouth and saying, you know, some things that I believed in about COVID. But then I was like, they're putting people. They're openly telling us that they are putting people home to die at home of cancer and other ailments that they can't treat because there's a pandemic going on. We need the hospital beds. So that's what they were. No, I'm not saying everyone. If if I mean if. If your family was affected by COVID, and, and we all know that, I don't need to go into that. If if people were dying of the flu or COVID or whatever it was, and being brought out their homes uh, in body bags. But I often think a lot of them were people that were just being sent home to die of cancer. You've got three months to live, sir. I'm sorry, but we need your bed for the influx of COVID patients. And then the media are there taking videos, someone being brought out, out their homes. So... With what's going on with the energy prices, gas and electric, people will not be able to heat their homes. The elderly will die at home. And that's what you're going to see. So I think around about late you know, autumn, early winter, you're going to start seeing it again. We all believe that they're, they're going to ramp up the another variant or COVID again, whether it's going to be COVID-22, whatever. Um, a new variant will hit again. And we all think that we're going to go back into another lockdown. And those are the pictures. So I'm just getting you ready for, and again, this is just me talking, not anyone else, haven't heard this anywhere else. But it's a huge possibility that the, the, the TV scaremongering will show you images of people being brought out of their homes in body bags and it's going to be people that have froze to death. And I, for one, I'm, I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. 
and I think it's only about time. Um, I, I I once remembered hearing that in during every civil war, just before it, food became three quarters of a man's wage, and we're about at that point now. I know it's food and energy and all that, but come on, guys, how can people live off minimum wage? They're not. The savings has been wiped long ago. People are living off minimum wage barely. And with all these prices going up, I don't know how people aren't hitting the streets. I don't know why I don't hear it every day. People marching, people standing in squares, people refusing to go to work because it needs that mass non-compliance is the only way you fix this. If you stop going to work and I'm with you, we all need money to go, you know, but we also have the power. We are the many, they are the few. So if we all stop, if a whole city like Glasgow, Aberdeen, London, just stop, stop, then the whole, they need the economy. And that's why COVID was so important for them because they now control all, the middle class has been wiped out. They now have the power, have the money. So now if we do do those things through COVID, they've been topping up the bank balance. So, you know, I'm saying let's stop and let's see. I don't know. Maybe I need to revisit that thought. I don't know. But I still think we need to do something because this is insane. This is literally insane. But, you know, we've been watered down and, and uh, de- demask- de- what's the word? demasculated. And uh, we're accepting of this crap. So that's that's my rant on that. This this other one is freaky, and and I'll I'll actually I'll 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 show it now. So play the play the film. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature with 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world.
So that was uh, a TikTok that I saw, and a fact check is is real. Um, Saudi have announced a one trillion dollar uh, linear city. Now, what does that say to you? What what is that? When you look at that, you just think Hunger Games or some of these dystopian futuristic films that we've watched. Me, me and the wife watched one, uh, The Island, and uh, there's also. Um, the one with Bruce Willis and uh, her with the orange hair, the Russian name. Uh, is our name Lola? Ah, uh, oh, forget. Anyway, you guys will probably be screaming at the at the screen. But these films that we've been watching for years, they're they're coming true. Well, I've I've told you before, the CIA work with Hollywood. They they work with Hollywood to create films to desensitize us to these ideas. So when they happen, I mean, people all run. See that see that video. People will run and sign up to that. They will. All in the name of climate change. And and it's just insane. Uh, I, I, I get speechless and I'm trying to be a podcaster, which is defeating the purpose. But, but it, it does. It makes me like want to shake people and say, wake up. How do you not see it? And then the the last one is just a, a more lighthearted, but also not. Uh, but the, the England's woman team won. Hooray. And... Uh, the BBC had a a little segment from Ailey Barber, I believe, that said that the England's national team was too white. Too white. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. I've I've mentioned this a lot on. Uh, I don't think I've. I think I did on the White Fragility show, but the displacement theory, the the re- replacement theory, the clergy plan, if you will, is going on. White people are being genocided out of the world completely and i think if you look at the population of the 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 white europeans now it's under 10 percent. i think it's like it's either seven or nine percent that that is sad and and i'm not a supremacist like like i just don't want any like i don't want any race or color of skin or any any people to be wiped out but it's it's done by design it's definitely they're they're pushing this and uh when you call it out it's done by design because if you call it out, you're labelled a racist. And that's not what I'm saying. But through this socialist Marxist bullshit, they are, you know, and obviously with war and putting Im- immigration into all our European cities and then we interbreed, which again is choice if, if you want to, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't because that would be racist, but it's just like forced on us, you know. And these these elites and people above them have openly talked about this stuff. They openly admit it. You know, Anthony Bourdain, I know he's not one of those, but in one of his shows he talks about, you know, the 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 problems that we see in society and the, the white supreme this white supremacist and all that. And is the only way to fix this uh being uh, a melting pot, you know, uh, multiculturalism, uh, you know. Diluting down all the races so that, that we're all, you know, mongrels or um, mixed. We're all mixed race. So, because I'm seeing it for what it is, and I'm, I've our documentaries on it, it's it's probably the most uh, censored theory out there. If you if you talk about this, it's an instant ban on YouTube or whatever. But luckily, I've removed myself from YouTube so I can open openly talk to you guys about this stuff. Um, so look up the Kalergi plan and the replacement theory and see for yourselves. 
even my friends who are not into this stuff, although a couple of them have kind of, they're starting to see things and I appreciate them. They're reaching out to me, asking me questions, they're seeing things for themselves. I remember before, right at the start when they were like pushing back on me, there was one night we were all in, the, in a chat group and one of my friends comments about every advert in between or, or advertisement uh, between programs on TV is race stuff uh, or it's um, a black man and a white woman, you know, is the family. They're walking hand in hand in the park. Then you've got the Starbucks cups all changed from white people to to a black family. Um, the James Bond new, new actor, I actually don't know if this is confirmed, but there's a strong belief that it could be Idris Alba and all that. And that's fine. Listen, it's fine. But at the same time, so this is where you come across as racist, but it's like James Bond was white. So, you know, you're changing something. And a lot of it, I'm not a huge fan, but even like the Doctor Who thing, they, they changed it to a woman and it's all done in the name of feminism. But there's a lot of Doctor Who fans that are really passionate about the, the Doctor Who franchise and just see that as wrong. If they want, create a woman character. You know, do do a Doctor Who woman version. Do a James Bond black version you know that's that that shouldn't offend you it should not offend you you know turning superman gay or you know batman being homosexual or or lbgtq you know whatever it's like they're replacing all our characters and all our all the people so that in a hundred years time we look back and go we won't know any different that's the part that you should all be perking up your ears and going they're taking down statues they're they're not wanting to teach uh, this in school. They're 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 making James Bond black. They're doing this. They're making it's like because they're eventually that's going to be the norm. And again, saying that I'm going to get pushed back and say, are you saying it's not? It's not what I'm saying. But why don't create other ones? You know, that's the part that makes all, this all the different. I think a lot of these arguments is about how you come across. It's it's about how you say these things and. I, for one, I'm terrible, as you can tell. I'm terrible at putting my feelings across, but listen to what I'm saying. It's not, I don't think it's wrong. You do you. You do you. If you want to go and do those things, that's fine. You're a free person. You can do what you want. As long as you don't affect my life, I don't care. But when it does, then I'm going to speak up about it. So that's all I'm saying. So the, the England team being too white, I often say, could you imagine, put put this in into perspective is if you imagine the black uh, the Nigerian football team imagine the, the BBC came on and said do you think they're too black there would be an outrage an absolute outrage so guys that's pretty much all I've got to say for today well, I've talked for about an hour there without pressing record so I'm pretty proud of myself Um, this show I'll, I'll try and get this all clipped and edited it'll be out tonight Um, it's been good you know getting this stuff off my chest it's good. Uh, it's good to get back into conspiracy stuff now and again and touch base because sometimes I feel I'm, I was neglecting it and I'm I'm kind of forgetful of of things that I've learned and things. So it's always good to refresh my memory and obviously talk to you guys, get your comments in, and uh, check out Friendly Differences. Add us on TikTok, Friendly Differences Podcast. Also, Baram U Pod on TikTok, um, and and stay tuned with us that way. Feel free to send me any articles, any any of your comments, any videos. Um, I'm I'm on Telegram, 
get on Telegram. I say, I, I know I said at the start, it's not, but which platform is. So we just have to grin and bear it. And uh, if you are going to download Telegram, do it through the website because I hear if you do it through the app, there's a lot of articles that you could send someone and it'll censor it and it'll just come up as this 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 message cannot be displayed on, on Telegram. So do it, through, do it through the telegram.org website. And I'll try it again. I'll try as always. I'll, I'll pick a subject. I'll get researching and I'll bring you a, bar, a proper Baramu episode. But until then, if I don't see you on any of the social medias or the or the unsocial medias or friendly differences, uh, we're pretty much live every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. UK time, which is 12 noon Pacific. So you can always catch me on there. But if I don't see you then, as I always say at the end of my podcasts, turn off your TVs. Bye, guys. Baram you, baram you, to your dream, your wish, your plan be true, shape be true, baram you.